Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on. Truly appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Go ahead. Take that second. Hit that subscribe button and you'll be happy you did. Also, I'm on YouTube. You go to YouTube and then search to Huff Uncensored and then hit that subscribe button. A lot to get to today. A lot. We have a little bit of breaking news as I started doing this podcast. Tim Connolly is now moving over from the Denver Nuggets to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's a big hole for the, the Denver Nuggets in their organization. Tim Connolly out of the Denver Nuggets organization and in with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Huge loss for the Denver Nuggets. It's going to be fascinating to see how they replace that. But again, another big loss when it comes to the front office with the Denver Nuggets. And man, it's going to be interesting. Just when you think you got somebody settled in with, like, say, Tim Connolly, who makes a, seems like he's building such a great team, and then this shit happens, and it's like, this could really set back the organization. So it's I'm very curious to see how the Nuggets replace him and who they replace him with got a lot to get to today we've got some uh, headlines but also got some crazy uh, stories that I want to catch you up on I was able to go to my daughter's final cheer game she's seven years old cute as a button I tell you what but she was cheering at a junior football game and I want to say those kids were right around nine or ten years old and it's a tackle game but the previous week she was cheering for one of those teams and the police were called because the coaches were fighting. And they actually ejected one of the coaches and they suspended him. I don't know all the details. I'm just telling you the basic facts of that that I know. Okay. So at least one of those coaches was ejected and suspended for the this next game, which ended up being the championship game. Well, that's the game that we came up on as we got settled in to watch what ended up being my daughter's game. So anyway. We're watching the end of this championship game for tackle, and it's one of the teams that was involved in the physical violence or whatever of the previous game, previous week. So we're sitting there, and these parents are just mouthing off the entire time. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Jesus, guys. They're like taking it way too fucking seriously. One, they're yelling at their kids. It's like they're, they're expecting that there's scouts in the stands watching their children be like, dude, these kids are like 10 years old at the most. And you're acting like that. You think that they're just as good as like a, you know, (laughs) Barry Sanders. I know that's kind of an old school name to throw around, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. That's not Russell Wilson out there. That's a 10 year old kid. Give them a break. Let them just play the game. And these parents are just mouthing off. Then they start mouthing off across the way to some other parents that were basically my family and some other cheer families are kind of in the middle of this. We're there two sides mouthing off at each other. We're like, what the fuck is going on? And I actually looked at my son at one time and I said, Jackson, if I tell you to run, you run. And wherever I tell you to run, you run. And he's like looking at me like all confused. And I was like, do you understand what I'm saying? If I say run, you run. And he's like, yeah, okay. He knew that the parents were just acting crazy, but he can't anticipate what's possibly going to happen. And the way I'm looking at it is last week, the police got called on him. And apparently these, these parents were pissed that the coach got suspended and all this shit because they're mouthing off about that. 
And then as the kid, the games ends up being over, the kids are getting their trophies and they're fucking mouthing off at the referees, at the announcer and all these things. And they're just mouthing off continuously, nonstop, nasty words coming out of these guys' mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck? And finally, the police showed up and escorted those people out. They ruined this moment for their kids. I know that they're they're passionate and they want to see their kids succeed. But Jesus, man, your kids just achieved winning, either winning the championship or coming in second to winning a championship. All the kids that first and second place both got trophies. Okay, they accomplished that. That was ruined by these parents just mouthing off the entire time. We're like, what the fuck? It was just jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. I'm like, you guys, you realize that these these are just children. What the fuck are you doing? Walk away. Walk away. Let the coaches coach. That's what my wife tells me. Let the coaches coach. Because I get it. On a small scale, I get it. Like, come on, you know, get your hands out of your fucking pockets. I don't say fucking, but like there's times where my son sticks his hands in his pockets when he was playing soccer. I'm like, can't play if your hands are in your pockets. And then my wife's just like, let the coaches work with them on that, not you. So I try not to say anything other than cheer when somebody does does well, okay? But these guys were, they fucking ruined this, this moment for these kids. I don't think it will ever sink in that they did anything wrong. By the way they were walking out, mouthing off to the police officers and, and everybody else. They don't think they did anything wrong. And man, that's sad. It's sad for the kids. Sad for the kids because they, they worked their butt off. They accomplished something and it was ruined by the parents. So that's crazy. But a good thing that came out of that, one, my daughter kicked butt. Her whole cheer squad did awesome. It was their best cheer performance of the year. I was excited for her. She did great. But also, as we're in transition from one from that nasty game to my the one game that my daughter was actually going to cheer for, all of a sudden, somebody starts from across the fence. He's just like, hey, the Huff, I love the podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? Stranger danger. <laughs> my son starts running. No, he didn't. But anyway, it ends up being one of the, a longtime listener of mine, a guy named Adrian. I always see him on Twitter. He'll react to things on there. He's at Papa B-U-W-U-Z on Twitter. And he is out there and he just starts chit-chatting with me. I fell in love, okay? Anytime I see anybody that listens to the podcast, I love you. You guys are awesome. So it was really cool to see Adrian out there. And he also started doing his Christopher Walken impression. I should have, if I would have been smart... I should have got out my phone and recorded him because he he did a really good job with it. That's a voice I, I suck at. Christopher Walken. I'm always like, guys, hi. What's going on here? It's crazy. I, I, I can't even do it. I'd be like, I have your father's watch. And I didn't want the bad guys to get it. So I shoved it up my ass. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I know. I, I, I just haven't really worked on it. But Adrian did a great job. By the way, Adrian is a small business owner. And I got to give props to small business. He is Worker B Solutions. It's a construction staffing solution. 
So go check him out, Worker B Solutions. So see if he can help you out if you need to staff your cons- your construction stuff. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but check it out. And he, like I said, he's a big time listener, so that was pretty cool. So that was a lot of drama that I wasn't expecting over the weekend. And speaking of drama, have you seen the fucking avalanche bullshit that's going on with the St. Louis Blues? Let's just jam this in as quick as we can. So the avalanche are taking on the Blues. Nazim Kadri and Cal Rosen are going towards the net, and they get tied up, and Kadri slams into the goaltender Jordan Bennington, and now he's out for multiple weeks with a knee sprain. So no matter what he's done for this series, and if the Blues end up winning the series over the Avalanche, he's going to be out multiple games for the, the following round. Now, these two teams, uh, along with Kadri, have some bad blood already because last year, Kadri was suspended eight games for a first-round uh, illegal check to Justin Falk's head. So Kadri just is... He's on a lot of people's shit list, okay? But that being said, everything I've looked at in regards to this hit on Jordan Bennington, it doesn't look like he was at fault. It was just one of those things where he really had no options because of being tied up with Cal Rosen. And I'm sure if you're a St. Louis Blues fan, you're going to say otherwise. And it's not because I'm an Avalanche fan. I'm just looking at it, trying to be as neutral as possible. It looks like that... Kadri had no, he had nowhere to go. And I, I see a lot of people saying that. Listen, I've never played hockey, especially at that level. Those guys go fucking a million miles a minute. And it looks like it's an honest, just, it's just a clean hit that happened. It's just sad that what happened is, is the goaltender is out for a few weeks. And now after the game, to to add to add to this drama, such a high school drama bullshit with between the Avs and the Blues. Allegedly, during Kadri's press conference, Bennington was all pissy and he decides to throw a water bottle at him. Like, who fucking throws a water bottle? Now it's not like it was a glass water bottle or a metal water bottle. It was a standard Aquafina type looking water bottle. Nothing crazy. And he fucking ah, throws it at him. Like, you dick, you hurt my knee. <laughs> so I, I know you're upset, but that's just adding to the drama with all this shit. And then to add on to this bullshit is now the police are involved. The St. Louis Police Department is involved because there are multiple racist threats against Kadri. From St. Louis Blues fans. Way to stay classy, St. Louis. Jesus Christ. It, that's such bullshit. I fucking hate that shit. Don't be racist. Okay, if it's a dirty hit or if it's a clean hit, doesn't fucking matter. Quit being a racist asshole. Jesus Christ, grow the fuck up and educate yourself, St. Louis. Fucking racism. You, anybody that's a racist is a fucking idiot. I don't know how else to say it. Quit being racist. Educate yourself. Their skin's a different color. Oh, who fucking cares? They're human beings, you fucking idiots. Sorry. 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 Hey, just a friendly reminder that this podcast is not meant for children. (laughs) I can't stand it. 
I can't stand it. I'm a white male, okay? I'm a white male. I forget that racism exists. Why? Because I'm a white male, right? And then all of a sudden you get this shit thrown out there and you're like, oh, fuck, man, people are... You forget about these dumb motherfuckers, these dumb ass motherfuckers that uh, that are freaking out because somebody's skin's a different color. How fucking stupid is that? Think about that. I just it it is so mind blowing that people are still racist these days because you're so fucking stupid. You can't even take a second and take a step back from a situation and go, oh, yeah, it's just their skin's a different color. Okay, you fucking idiots. Pull your heads out of your ass, St. Louis, and all you other fucking racists out there. Jesus. Anyway. Woo! Woo! Okay. I don't like racist people. I just don't understand it. I don't fucking understand it. I need to move on before I just keep saying the same thing over and over, and it just makes me mad. I went to my kid's field day today. That was awesome, but it was really weird because... As a, as a kid that grew up in the 80s and 90s, field day was a lot different. I mean, it was really cool. And I remember being so excited. I'd be somewhat happy if I got second place in something, but I would always strive to be in first place. If I didn't get first place, I was, you know, fairly upset. If I didn't get second place and got, say, third place, I'd be pissed. Essentially, that third place ribbon is going in the trash. Why? Because I wanted to be the best at whatever I could be. And now we're in a society now where nobody really gets first, second, or third or anything. You're, hey, guys, it's all here. We're having fun. On one hand, I get it. But on the other hand, it's like I feel like that is a, a very important thing if you want to be successful in anything is you have to have that, that drive to try to be the best that you can be. And it sucks. Yes, it does suck when you're not good at something. I still remember being in like fourth or fifth grade, and I was so mad at myself that I that I sucked at the softball throw, and I didn't even place. And I was so mad. And I remember this kid named, I, I believe his name was Andrew Wheeler, who I was in school with, and he just had a cannon. And I want to say that he he won first place. And I was like, damn it. nowhere near as as good as him. I didn't even get third place or anything. I fucking still remember that shit. What does that do? It just makes you try to be better. Makes you try to be better. But now it's just like, you know, you don't have that anymore. It was just kind of like a glorified gym class, which was fun. And I had a giant, I was volunteering, so... I was at the part where it had a, I had a giant inflatable dartboard that if you kick these soccer balls, they would stick to them. So kind of like Velcro. So that was fun. And it was really cool to see like kindergarten through third grade. All those kids were super respectful with the exception of like one kid or something like that. But even that was they weren't that bad. Super good. And as like first or kindergarten first, they had difficulty making connection with the ball. So that was interesting. You see skill level advancement as the kids got older. Uh, But then once you get to like fourth grade, the kids were very athletic and very coordinated, like every kid was. But then you also have the attitudes. And so that was like jaw dropping. I'm like, fuck, 
my kid's going to be in fourth grade next year. <laughs> like, oh, he better not turn into this. Because some of those kids were dicks. Uh, that being said, there was a lot of kids that were very respectful. So it was very interesting to see the evolution of, one, skill level, but also when it came to kindness and respect and all that stuff. So it was really interesting. Also, before we get into some headlines, my wife decided over the weekend to get that Taco Bell Mexican pizza that everybody's like raving about. So we go, she goes and gets it in like, I guess the line was insane. And she's chit-chatting with the person at the, at the register or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we've been insane. We're running out of ingredients. Everybody's buying the Mexican pizza. I'm like, oh my God. So they didn't have tomatoes. And then my wife doesn't get beans and everything on there. So essentially, she brings home the Mexican pizza, and it's just like sauce, maybe some ground beef, and then cheese. It's just essentially diarrhea. It was not that great. That being said, I, I kind of want to try again as they advertise it and with all the ingredients and see what it's like. But that being said, it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. It just was like, ugh. It just seemed like something that I would make in the microwave when I got my first apartment. I just put some cheese on it, maybe some sauce, put it in the microwave for about 20 seconds. We're good. Boom. Yeah, nothing special. Nothing special. All right, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) All right, competitive eater. Have you ever seen competitive eating? I think it's freaking fascinating and disgusting all in one i had a buddy that was uh brian beard is a competitive eater goes by the nickname big sexy and it was disgusting he got a sausage lodged in his sinus cavity when when i watched him uh compete it was gross but anyway this female eater she ate 12 kfc meals or excuse me four kfc meals in 12 minutes still disgusting She's Europe's number one female competitive eater. Her name's Leah Schutkever. I guess it's this, this KFC box meal challenge. And it's over 4,000 calories that she ate in one sitting. And when you look at her, she's lean, right? But here's the thing. That shit's going to catch up to you. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how much you work out. But if you're downing 4,000 calories in 12 minutes... That shit's going to catch up to you. And before you know it, you're going to have a fucking heart attack. That shit is bad for you. It's fascinating. Yeah, I get it. But, oh, my God, that's just just gross. I just, ugh. But oddly erotic. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, what, am I the only one? Come on. It is kind of weird. Anyway. <laughs> uh, a woman in Scotland is bragging about how she gets paid $20 an hour. It's $20 converted into uh, American. And then she gets to watch porn, but she has to document it. And she has like a spreadsheet, and she's like talks about the tendencies and titles and essentially just organizing how things work. And she's like really documenting a porn. And she's just like, this is the greatest job ever. Right now it's part-time, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to go full-time, blah, blah, blah. I want to say like five years ago, I saw an ad for that here in Colorado, and it was to do that job. It's one of those things where whoever ended up getting that, I didn't apply for it. I thought about it, 
But I'm like, I don't know if I would want to be that, that to be my job. <laughs> How was work today? Ooh, it was tough. <laughs> I had a lot of nasty, you know, orgies that I had to describe. But it's just, it's one of those things where it's not a new job. That's actually been around for apparently a little bit. I know that this is kind of making its rounds as far as, you know, hey, this is a job. It's a new job. It's not a new job. It's been around for a little bit. And I don't know if I would want to do that job. If you like porn, I feel like that's going to ruin porn for you. It's the same thing of, I used to be really into the Broncos, Nuggets, Rockies, not so much the abs, but when I got my job working in sports talk radio, it ruined my passion for football and everything. And it actually made it hard sometimes to watch a game, whatever the sport, because it was just, it always just felt like I was working. And it's like, okay, can I just sit here and watch the game and enjoy it? No, because I'm sitting there go, oh, that happened. So I guess we got to talk about this. And what does this mean? And it's like, oh, it just ruined it. That's why I'm so excited right now because I watched last last season without being totally wrapped up in it by working at the radio station. I'm excited to go into another year where I can just watch a game and just really enjoy it like a fan. So I have a feeling this lady, while it is exciting for her to make $20 an hour, which ultimately isn't that much, and but I mean, I guess it is to sit there and document porn, but it's just like, and she talks about how she enjoys watching porn. I feel like this is going to ruin watching porn for her. I don't know. Would you want to do that job? I feel like it would be cool at first, but think about, listen, if you've ever <laughs> surfed the internet for porn, there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, some classy stuff, right? But there's a lot of disgusting stuff. Like, oh my God, who fucking watches this? And then after I'm done watching it, I just feel dirty. <laughs> there is some gross stuff. You're like, oh my God, like people pissing on each other or shitting on each other. Remember two girls in a cup? Yeah, I watched that. Alfred Williams still owes me $100 for watching that shit. We don't need to get back into that conversation, Alfred. You can find my address. <laughs> Send me a check in the mail. Okay? Okay? All right. We got some more headlines coming your way, but first, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton are just incredible, and they have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. They also deliver. They have curbside pickup available for you, and they also do online wine education classes. Very cool. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's Total Beverage, everything you need, and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the Minna McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Snay on the whole intro web thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the Minna Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's a Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches sports. This is kind of interesting. Did you see this? Oh, and I can't remember. Fuck. I... I copy-pasted, but anyway, it, I want to say somewhere in uh, South Africa, 
a bank refused to pay ransom to some hackers. So instead, guess what they did? They sent dick pics <laughs> back to the ransom people because they figured out how to fix the problem and block the hackers. And they're like, okay, well, fuck off. Here's a picture of some dicks. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. And I, I don't even really know what to say other than that's great. And what a way to go. Fuck you. Now, that being said, if you're the hacker group, you're like, oh, does that kind of put them more on your radar? Interesting. But that's hilarious. Good for them. Good for the, the bank. Obviously, you couldn't get away with that here in the United States. People would be like, that's offensive. <laughs> but let's be honest. It's pretty fucking funny. Pretty fucking funny. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. That trial is, is still going on, but it's almost over. And I got to be honest, I have no idea how this is going to end. I still feel like that she lost this, this whole trial because she shat on his bed and she tried to blame it on their little dogs. Now she came on and she later was just like, no, it was the dogs. <laughs> but it's, ugh. it's, it's a bunch of finger pointing. He loves to do drugs and get drunk and whatever. And it's, it's a lot of, he said, she said, I don't know, man. It, I, I don't know how that's going to go. Court of public opinion, Johnny Depp already won. However, however this ends in the court system, I, I think no matter what, Johnny Depp won in that situation. Because I, I think the majority of people just look at Amber Heard as, as just a crazy bitch. That's the way they're looking at her. And to be honest... That's kind of just the way the vibe I get too. And what's sad is, what if she's telling the truth? But the way things are spun, it it's hard not to side with him. But I I don't know. Yeah, I think he wins no matter what. He could lose in the the trial, but I think ultimately he'll be better off. And she has hurt her career of all this so crazy it'd be interesting to see how this ends i believe it ends next week so by the way real quick a door-to-door -door salesman came up to my house a couple days ago and he was trying to sell me an app that combines two of my apps and but he didn't say that at first he's like i see you have multiple security systems and blah 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 and uh, basically you could combine those with this app and, but but he didn't really say it that way. The way he said it was like he was, you know, he's trying to walk around that. And I was like, so you're saying it would combine those systems to one app? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> it's like it's not that big of a deal to me. You know, I get two different apps for two different security systems. Fuck, man, guys, it's not that hard. Jeez, I, I, I feel bad for that guy because he's out there going door to door selling crap. I, I could never do that job door to door. I did door to door when for a political campaign, and that was fucking crazy because people are assholes. Some people are assholes. Some people are nice as could be, and then some people are like, get the fuck off, I already fucking voted, or... I am vote, voting for your fucking people. <laughs> like, what? Okay. It was fucking weird. People are crazy. 
Anyway, very busy podcast. A lot to get to today. Again, like I said, it's going to be interesting interesting to see what the Denver Nuggets do as Tim Connolly is making his way to Minnesota to be out there with that franchise. And, and now there's a giant hole in the Denver Nuggets. How will that get filled? The Colorado Avalanche, St. Louis Blues drama. The Avs just need to make quick work of the Blues so we can just move past the the bullshit of St. Louis and their racist ways. And uh, you know what? Mexican pizza at Taco Bell just did not... It did not do anything for me, okay? It didn't. It did not. Thank you guys so much for... And by the way, if somebody tries to hack into you and you can block them, send them a dick pic, okay? (laughs) Do it. Come on. You know you want to. (laughs) Oh, that's so gross. (laughs) So gross. What if you accidentally sent it to the wrong people? Hey, Harold... It's Carl. He sent us a message. Oh, let's see. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Carl accidentally sent the dick pic to his mom. Well, anyway, she has a heart attack. She had a heart attack. Oh, that'd be awful. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Take it easy when you're at your, your kids' sporting events, people. Jesus. Don't ruin it for the kids. They don't give a shit. As much as you give a shit, they don't give a shit. They're just out there trying to have fun. Let them have fun. Let the coaches coach. And if you're a coach that's taken away too seriously, get the fuck off the field and let somebody actually coach and teach the kids how to play the right way. Just because you didn't accomplish shit on the gridiron, okay? Anyway, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Truly appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, go to TotalBev.com and see what Total Beverage can do for you as you get ready for those summer plans and summer parties. I know we are. We're getting ready for a barbecue coming up here for the neighbors, so that's going to be fun. So I'm going to check out TotalBev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Try not to be a dick today. Talk to you next time.